hao, and welcome to Question Block. This week we are talking about Chinese New Year. I am Alex, or Wires of NYC. Joining me is Aerialist. So you mean the the Lunar New Year? It actually depends where you're celebrating it, what you call it. So Lunar New Year is, is I mean, a correct if term. If you're celebrating on the moon, I guess you would just call it the New Year. Apparently in China, many people call it the Spring Festival because it takes place kind of at the start of spring. And then outside China, Chinese expats, they prefer the term Chinese New Year. So that explains why in America, everybody calls it Chinese New Year. But I think in China, it's often called Spring Festival. Cool. Yeah. Do you know when it is this year? January 31st. It starts on Monday. Whoa. Let me tell you about the legend of Chinese New Year, because there's a cool story. And Wait, first of all, who are, who are you like? Oh, who am I dressed as? Yeah. I, I am a, a Chinese Zodiac dragon. That's awesome. You look like you're dressed as a firecracker. Yeah. I'm, baby, I'm a firework. Yeah. The color red is, all firecrackers are red, and you're supposed to wear red clothing during Chinese New Year. So the legend starts with a mythical beast, which is generally interpreted as a dragon called the Nian. Wait, doesn't that also mean year? Yes, it does. What? So, the, so which came first? <laughs> supposedly, the legend starts with the animal, and I guess they just didn't have a word for year at the time, but then they ended up calling the year after this uh, beast that terrorized everyone. So depending on the legend, it's a dragon or a sea monster. Uh, it either lives like in the mountains or it lives under the sea. But anyway, during the annual spring festival, the Nian, and it's N-I-A-N in pinyin with a rising tone. So you pronounce it like you're asking a question, right? In English, we use a rising tone at the end of a sentence to indicate a question. So you say Nian? So Nian would eat villagers, especially children, in the middle of the night during the spring festival. So one year, all the villagers, I guess over the years, the villagers start hiding from the beast. One year, an older man is traveling, and he happens to travel into town on like the eve of the spring festival celebration. The villagers are like, oh, we got to hide because the Nian is going to come eat us and our children. Wait, so every year the spring festival would just, they'd be like, we're hiding. Terrified. And they wasn't wasn't much of a festival. No, they really hated it. It was a bad time. So the the old man is like, tell you what, guys, like you go hide. I'm going to take care of this. The old man put up red papers and set off firecrackers and like stayed up all night. And it scared off the... So the day after the villagers come back to their town, they see that the town has not been destroyed. None of the children have been eaten. And so then the the next year they were like, all right, we can do, we've got this. So they started wearing red and setting off firecrackers every year. And the neon never came back. Uh, and then it spread. They would like hang red lanterns, uh, give each other gifts in red envelopes. The color red was just everywhere. There's another follow-up story where the Nian is eventually captured by this monk named Hangun Laozu, a Taoist monk. And that's a different story. He tricks a dragon. Wait, do they, okay, do they call it a dragon or a monster? Because I feel like dragons in their culture are like... You're right. Let's call it a monster. Yeah. You're right. I just... Because dragons are like the best. And my translation is a mythical beast. So you're right. We'll call it a beast. And dragons are real too. Okay. Sure. They would never. All right. The beast, anyway, named Nian. That's the, the mythology. That's the legend. The celebration for Chinese New Year is awesome. If you thought Hanukkah was cool, Chinese New Year lasts 15 days. What? And they celebrate New Year's Eve. And it so encompasses like several holidays. And there's different rituals you do on each day. Some of them repetitive based on like the articles I read. I was like, you guys celebrated the Jade Emperor's birth eve three times during this like period. But I'm going to run... I'll, I'll kind of run through what you do on each day. Okay. And you can tell me which day you think would be the most fun for Ooh, you. Ooh, okay. So New Year's Eve is like a family reunion. Everybody like travels, your family all gets together, like extended family. Yes. And this is the, the lunar, on the lunar calendar, correct? Yeah. Not the, because they, right, they do like New Year's, like Gregorian New Year's. And oh. then like a month later, they're like, what? Yeah. So let me... Let me explain. So this is all in the context of the lunisolar calendar, which is what the Chinese, traditional Chinese calendar is lunisolar. Uh, And like modern day China, they follow the Gregorian calendar. They have the same dates that uh, people in the West do. But their holidays, much like the Jewish holidays, for example, are their holidays are set by the ancient calendar, which is why Chinese New Year or like the winter 
what the harvest uh full moon festival like those move around because their original calendar was set by the moon and it's a 60 year calendar do we have 12 or 13 months each year so like every couple of years you get an extra month because the cycle of the moon is 28 days instead of 30 to 31 so that's your your backstory uh so that's why the the date moves around but generally it's at the very start of spring between like late january and mid-february Okay, so the first day, family reunion, everybody gets together. Often you'll have hot pot, which I would be excited about. Let's see, you have uh, sweet rice balls, and you have these special noodles that are called longevity noodles, which are very thin, long wheat noodles that symbolize, I guess, like living a long time. Oh, yeah, I heard if you, if you like, cut them or something, it's bad. So you just have to, like, eat them, like Lady in the Tramps. You're not supposed to do things involving scissors or knives, really. There's these special dumplings called jiaozi, and there's this ancient description from the Ming Dynasty where people get up at five in the morning on the next day, or they stay up all night on New Year's Eve. They burn incense, they light firecrackers, they drink pepper, they'll hide uh, coins inside the dumplings. I know that was like one of the Christmas traditions that we read about, like hiding money in sweets. Yes. Or they'll put in candy, which symbolizes like sweet days ahead. This is all. So that's like sorry. That's getting into now New Year's Day. Okay. New Year's Eve family reunion hot pot. Karen and and our our friend Karen. Yeah. That's that's for you, boo. Yeah. So then the first day is is officially called Spring Festival, which is welcoming the deities of the heavens and earth, starting at midnight. And so you start celebrating like at night if you stay up all night, and you start setting off firecrackers. Um, That's when like the lion dance happens. The like oh you're yeah used to seeing is, is so like that's all it can be it can start at like midnight of like the first day or probably you can do it whenever during the 15 days but i think that's when it when all the like a lot of the ceremonies happen then the lion dance is part of warding off e- evil spirits lighting fires and using knives is considered taboo so you have to cook all your food for new year's day ahead of time because you're not supposed to cook all right that, now i'm gonna t- t- like, hot pot work <laughs> That's the night before. Okay, okay. The night before it's okay, but I guess you got to make a lot of food on New Year's Eve so that you have food to last you through New Year's Day. No scissors on New Year's Day. Uh, The second day is celebrating your ancestors, so you burn incense. The name translates to a year's beginning, and married daughters visit their birth parents, relatives, and close friends because I guess traditionally married daughters didn't really get to travel very much. That's kind of sad. So they get a day to go hang out with their family. It's also celebrating the god of wealth on day two. The third day is known as Red Mouth, which is actually an epithet of this evil god, the god of blazing wrath. So you burn, rural villagers have a tradition of burning paper offerings over trash fires. Sounds like New York in the summer. So on the third day, it's like an unlucky day trying to ward off the god of wrath by burning offerings and it's considered an unlucky day to have guests or go visiting. So if people did come to see you, you like don't hang out with them on day three. Day four is when you have spring dinners and like people can, can go back to work on the fourth day, but the celebrations continue. On the fifth day, it's the God of Wealth's birthday. So you celebrate money again. Yes. The sixth day is called Horses Day. Net night. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, do you also celebrate moms? No. Because uh, mama is the word for mom, and ma is the word for horse in Mandarin. But no, they don't, they don't take advantage of that pun, even though that is a good one. Apparently, you're driving away the ghost of poverty by throwing out all the garbage you've collected thus far during the festival. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so the idea is you're, you're ringing out the old. You're doing the New Year's thing by throwing out the old stuff. To oh. send away poverty and hardship and usher in the good life of the new year. Because I, I also heard that if you that you shouldn't cl- clean on certain days because you'll like sweep away the good luck. So I like they have a dedicated they're like halfway through they're like it's or like a third of the way through they're like it's getting a little messy so we can clean again. Yeah early on your I forget if it was New Year's Day or the second day you're not supposed to use a broom uh, or sweep stuff away. So yeah, by d- by day six, it's time for a little bit of cleaning and maintenance. Day seven is called Renry, which is the day mankind was created in their creation myth. So it's Genesis, 
which I don't think the Christian calendar has a date for that. Uh, isn't it like the seventh day also? And like man was created? Yeah, but they celebrate it every week. Okay. The Chinese just celebrate it once a year. I mean, we, you know, we only need one. Fair enough. One, one. Uh, oh, no, that's right. God rests on the seventh day. He creates uh, humans on Saturday. Okay. Think about that. Okay, that's day seven. Day eight, you have a family dinner to celebrate the eve of the birth of the Jade Emperor. The Jade Emperor is God. So it's kind of like Christmas Eve now is happening on day eight. Oh, people have generally returned to work by the eighth day. So this is also the day when you have your office parties. It's actually like after the new year. So You can recycle some gifts. Yeah, store owners host a lunch dinner with their employees. So that's, that's the eighth day of, of New Year. The ninth day and the tenth day, according to what I read, either one of those can be the birthday of the Jade Emperor. So it's God's birthday. I suppose that's Christmas. And sugarcane offerings are, like, very popular for that. Cool. Like candy canes. Yeah. And then I think, like, days 11 through 14 are, like, kind of lesser, so I didn't get many details on those. But I'm sure they're also pretty important. It must be exhausting by this point. And then day 15 is is especially cool. It's now two weeks into the new year, and which is funny because February 14th is a special day. In, uh, Word in like america yeah the 15th day of the new year is the lantern festival also known as yuan shao festival and it's celebrated by people seeking a romantic partner akin to valentine's day so cute so a ceremony in some villages is women will write their names on oranges and throw them into the river if your village has a river and then men i guess wait downstream and like swim out and pull the oranges out of the river apparently based on the taste of the orange that's an indication of how the relationship will go. So if you, yeah, I a, thought of something else, but if you get a sour orange, <laughs> rude. <laughs> if you get a sour orange, uh, it's not going to be a good date. But if you get a sweet orange, it might be a sweet romance. So that's all the days. So it's right. It's New Year's, Christmas, Valentine's, all in one. I love it. It's a tour de force. Are there gifts? Holiday. Yeah, so I'll get to the, I'll talk about the, sp the specific gifts and then some of the taboo stuff. I've got a little bit more cultural stuff now. I just wanted to walk you through the schedule. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I think the gifts can be given. It's kind of like at any point or you do it on the special day when you're celebrating a certain person, like Ancestor Day versus like what the Married Mother's Day, Married Daughter's Day versus like the New Year's Day. Um so like we said, firecrackers or fireworks are common throughout. Generally, there's more emphasis on firecrackers. Uh, the oh. Chinese are into just loud-ass fireworks. I heard that that's because that's scarier for the... For the dragon. The, 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 monster. the monster. Sorry, the monster. It's scarier for the monster. Yes. Although now I think they're, they're probably also into the cool pyrotechnics that we have on July 4th. And apparently some of the firecrackers have gotten so carried away that certain villages and cities have banned... I wish New York City could get on top of that. <laughs> uh, we talked about the color red, commonly worn throughout Chinese New Year. They have the equivalent of Christmas movies. There are Lunar New Year films. So they'll have movies that come out around the time of Lunar New Year that are meant to be watched like while you're on holiday celebrating. So two of the ones, the two that I have seen of this like long list I found, uh, Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan, which I think was one of his first movies that... Uh, got dubbed into English because it's the first Jackie Chan movie I saw that came out in 1995 uh, even though it's set in New York City the Bronx obviously and uh, Kung Fu Hustle in 2004 which is a fantastic Stephen Chow movie it was a came out in time for Chinese New Year that's awesome and that's a Stephen Chow is like a Hong Kong based film director but his films are very popular in mainland China as well Okay, and then you were asking about the gifts. So typically you give gifts, often money, in red envelopes. And the red will scare off the dragon. And there's a separate, like, sub-legend. Misgendering the monster. Sorry, the monster. We're going to have to go dub all that, all those, those references. The monster. The monster. There's a separate legend about a different, this is specifically a demon named Sui. So Sui would sneak in your child's room and pat their head three times 
and potentially give them brain damage. That's horrifying. Or a fever. <laughs> it's it's horrifying. And apparently there was some legendary child and their parents uh, had wrapped coins in red paper and placed them next to the child's pillow and the flash of the coin scared away the demon Sui. So it's kind of like the tooth fairy, I suppose, but you get an envelope with coins in it. Yeah, the red envelopes are often given from, from older people to younger people. And then there's lots of exchanging of small gifts between friends and relatives, often uh, like candy or chocolate. Those gifts are uh, often wrapped, well, red, but also golden paper is okay. Gold symbolizes good luck. Nice. And certain items should not be given, and they are taboo. And in many cases, they are taboo because they have, they're either symbolically like bad or it's a pun. Right, because it's like the words, if a word sounds like another word. Yeah. It's so like if, if something sounds like bad luck, then you're like not allowed to do that. Yes, because many Chinese words are distinguished just by the tone, tonality of the word. There are lots and lots of puns in Chinese. So uh, you're not supposed to give uh, any items associated with funerals, which include handkerchiefs, towels, I don't know why towels, chrysanthemums, or items covered... Items that are colored white and black. I guess white and black are the funeral colors. Sorry, Williamsburg hipsters. No Dalmatians. You cannot. You're not supposed to give gifts that show that time is running out, which includes, so no clocks or watches, which you think would be really appropriate for New Year's, but no. Uh, And you're not supposed to give uh, sharp objects because they symbolize cutting a tie. So scissors or knives are out. That's why you can't get a haircut I, on I mean, New I love day. to give people a good scissor as a gift. What about Cutco knives? They're such a great value. <laughs> True. Not for Chinese New Year. Um, items that symbolize you want to walk away from a relationship. So no shoes or sandals. You get, <laughs> I love you that. get new shoes, pad. Uh, mirrors? I don't. I guess mirrors are just unlucky. If you can, yeah, I'm not sure. And then the homonyms, which which we're saying, or puns, uh, for unpleasant topics. So apparently uh, the word clock sounds kind of like the word for a funeral ritual. The word, you're not supposed to give anything green or green hats because the phrase wear a green hat sounds like the word for cuckold. That's which amazing. They have their own like cockney you rhyming. Ha- yeah, like. so you like wear a green hat around like your buddy and he's like, hey, what else? You're not supposed to, oh, handkerchief sounds like the word goodbye. Pear sounds like the word separate. So you, you're not supposed to give pears. You can give other fruits. Orange is fine. Plum's fine. No pears. Uh, umbrella sounds like the word disperse. And shoe, in addition to symbolize walking away from something, sounds like the word for rough. Like a so rough year. Like a rough year. You got a shoe year. Um, happy shoe year. Happy shoe year. <laughs> so don't give any of that stuff. That's now you've you've been warned. Don't give those taboo gifts. Last part, I'll just talk a little bit about the history because it's interesting how old these celebrations are, right? We had our Christmas episode where we talked about the how Christmas evolved and was Yule and all that stuff. And the thing is, Chinese New Year was around long before any of this, right? It was uh, recorded as being celebrated in 1600 BC. So 300 sorry, 3,600 years ago, they started celebrating Chinese New Year. Wow. And at the time, it was uh, just, yeah, sort of a winter festival. And then the the Qin Dynasty unified China uh, in the 3rd century BC, and that kind of spread the ritual of whatever the Qin family or dynasty was celebrating became what all of China was celebrating. And... Then I think it's 200 AD, they have the first like written recordings of people celebrating New Year's, and that's around when the tradition of staying up all night started, and the various like family festivals, and the the legend of the Nian monster. I thought that was really interesting, because as we talked about in the Christmas episode, uh, the first Christmas was maybe 300 AD, whereas, yeah, Chinese New Year goes way back. That's it. That's all my research. That's everything I gathered. Thank you for listening. I love <laughs> that. My, oh, I can't wait to celebrate. My Nian talk. So now as a bonus, you're going to tell us about the Zodiac because every year it gets an animal, right? What What would be your day that you would want to celebrate the oh, most? Oh, yeah, we didn't answer that. 
Um, I like the New Year's Eve. I really love hot pot, and the f- I like getting together with my family. The family yeah. reunion would be pretty cool. How about you? The cleaning day? Oh, work. I mean, I'm already. That's already happening. The sixth day. That's already happening. Maybe the red, the red mouth day. I feel like. I think that was day three. Was that the God of Wrath day? And the uh, the incense. Well, I mean, is that like a lipstick? Do you wear lipstick on that day? I don't see. Also, the the incense and drinking the pepper. So you're like New Year's Eve. I'm like New Year's Day. It's awesome. So you said there's a lion dance. Is there also a dragon dance, or are they like interchangeable? I think they're pretty much interchangeable. I heard a joke. There is some some native Chinese people talking about what they were doing for the the New Year. It was last year. And they were like, how are they going to do the dragon dance? Are they going to have, they're like, it'll be extra long because everyone's going to have to be like six feet apart because nice. they were still social distancing. Nice. I thought that was funny. That's a pretty good joke. Yeah. I had a book about, I think it was the dragon dance. It, it was like this kid and it was his turn to like be the head of the dragon, but he was like nervous. And then his grandma was like, you can't be nervous. She's like, I'm not nervous. My feet are messed up, but I still do the dance. And he was like, okay. I I remember reading that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to look up the when you do the dragon dance. Maybe maybe your mom knows. Well, maybe I'll do a little research while you're telling us about the Zodiac. Okay. The Chinese Zodiac has 12 animals, kind of like the Western Zodiac, but... The animals symbolize years and not months. Did you know that? Yes, I did know okay. that. I told, I've told i told you I think it's very funny because it means when you're in like grade school, everybody in your grade has the same horoscope as you. Except you don't because there's something called Batsi, which is it, it basically goes into your hidden animal and your secret animal, which is just like your the birth month animal and the birth hour animal. So you, you have, and I think there's like one more, I think where you were born also. So you had, it's called the four pillars of fate. And it's like, it's kind of like getting your chart done. Oh, that's a cool name for it. And it is, it sounds just like a chart. Yeah. I think I did. I got our charts done. I can, your moon sign. I'll look it up later. (laughs) Yeah. If you look, it's like B-A-Z-I. If you, there's a lot of like, Botsy calculators and a lot of them they're like they'll help you with business business decisions and stuff like that okay so there's 12 signs of the Chinese like calendar the order in which they go was invented by the Jade Emperor okay yeah makes sense that's God sure yeah Jade Emperor okay so it's basically all the animals in the animal kingdom but these are like you know these are like the main contestants, okay? So there's the rat, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. Okay. It's a real menagerie. It is. So. What's the best? I mean, the dragon, obviously. <laughs> so dragon dragon symbolizes good luck, right? I'll, I'll break down and what they, they all rain. symbolize, but I'm going to tell you the story of the ball. Can I the ask ball runway. One other question. So there's the drag. The, sorry, there's the lion dance and dragon dance during Chinese New Year. Yes. The lion isn't one of the zodiac signs. No, the lion did not make it on the season of uh, the Jade Emperor's. Second question. Dragon. Uh, are these an- are there constellations for these animals like in the, you know, the Western zodiac? No, and actually, the Western zodiac should not be called zodiac because zodiac means circle of animals. And this is actually a circle of animals. Yeah. Whereas the Western Zodiac has like twins. Yeah. In it. The, basically, this parable was designed to help people remember to count the to count the months. Like because the months are but they were like boring. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think the same. Which emperor did you say invented your New Year's in your research? There's a couple different ones. I mean. Qin is the dynasty that unified China. Ming is where a bunch of stuff got written down, like ancient stuff in like 280. Yeah. So this was the Zhao, huh. the Zhao and the Han dynasty. Yeah. Okay. So Han dynasty is 200 BC to. And there, there are 80, myths that say that 980. 
that in the 14th century BC that Emperor Juan D invented the the lunar calendar and then he was like okay the months are really boring so I'm gonna associate them with animals people won't forget then so I will tell you my uh, limited Mandarin practice on Duolingo when you say a date uh, both the days of the week and the months don't have special names you just say like you know for July you say seven month or whatever or month seven and for like yeah, the day of the week, too. It's just, like, day two. So on this lunar calendar, right, there's the celestial stem and the the terrestrial branch. So the celestial stem is, like, the, believe, the element, and the terrestrial branch is, like, the animal. And then the 12 animals stand, they stand for a year in a 12-year cycle and a day in a 12-day cycle and every two hours in a 24-hour day. So there's, like... Because you'll see that, like, certain animals are associated with, like, certain time, like, certain time chunks as well. Okay, so there's sub-animals within an animal year. <laughs> yes. Got it. But they're the same. It's like, it could be the year of the tiger, the day of the pig, and the hour of the monkey. Nice. And, and it would be, like, the, sorry, the year of the metal pig, you know? Like, because there's also the... The element. The, the metal elemental. pig is sick. Yeah. What year was that? <laughs> Actually, I think it was pretty recent. I, I seem to recall that the metal pig, right? Because so there's the five elements as well. Yeah. Five elements are earth, w- wind, fire, water, and metal. Not wind, wood. Wood. They don't have wind. Oh, they don't have wind. Okay. No, wood. Earth, wood, fire, water, metal. Yes. So those are associated with different animals so every years every like year zodiac i guess it it takes a it takes 60 years for it to come up again yeah i think it's going to be like the water tiger right and so like it'll take another 60 years for another water tiger to come up yeah only happens once every 60 years when what is your year i'm a dragon did you look up mine you're you're a water pig i think i think you're a water pig i'm yeah i am (laughs) A sloppy water pig. I did. I did do our chart. I'll. I'll like read us our. I'll read our charts like at the or like little like things from our Bozzy chart. Okay. I'll. Am I helping you or should I stop interrupting? Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about the. Right. So we went through that. There's a twelve animal signs. Um. I told you what they are, and now I'm gonna tell you about this. The Jade Emperor's dragon race. Okay. <laughs> dragon. Yeah, he was like, animals. RuPaul's Dragon Race. (laughs) Animals, start your engine and may the best animal, best 12 animals win. Okay. (laughs) Right? And so the rat was like, okay, because they're 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 all doing fine. Like, they all, like, pass the mini challenge. And then there's, like, this lake. And they're like, oh, crap. Because none of these are aquatic creatures, per se. So they're like, uh, it's like none of them can sew, really, like, that well. Like, maybe... A little bit, but they're like, uh-oh, a sewing challenge. Yeah, that's funny. There's no fish. No. So there's the rat and the cat. They are like best friends. They formed an alliance. And they're like, okay, let's like take advantage of the ox. Because the ox is like a castrated cow. So they're like, he's already, you know, he's giving. So they were like, hey, can we hop on your back and like get a get some help with the sewing challenge. And the ox was like, okay, sure. So they, they get on his back. Um, By cat, you mean the tiger? No, I mean the cat. Oh. I'll explain. So they get there, on. There was a cat in the race. There was a cat. There oh, was no. a cat. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. I was like, where did the cat come there from? Was a cat. Well, he didn't finish the race. So okay. they're they're nearing like the end and the rat is like, now's my chance. So he like pushes the cat into the water and he like jumps off the ox and like lands on the shore and so he's the first and the jade the jade emperor is like he's like you don't gotta reinvent the wheel just <laughs> okay he's like that's fine just just make it up he's like it's not jade emperor's best friend race yeah so he's like okay rat you you number one that's very yeah it's very rat like the cat so the is, cat drowns the, or yes. becomes a tiger or the cat no the cat uh, it just like 
let's just say the cat floats away and then all of its somehow you know it procreates and all of its ancestors are like we are gonna eat the fuck out of rats whenever we see them because we're we're yeah we're like mad so there's and that's also why there's no cat and and why cats hate the water so the ox is like okay cool like i'm here it's it's me next yeah gets there oh i'll tell you so the the rat quick rats are quick witted they're smart they're charming and they're persuasive yeah that's what i how i feel they're also fucking rats (laughs) that's their negative quality as you can see the ox is patient, kind, stubborn, and conservative. It sounds a lot like a Taurus, actually. Yes, totally. Yeah, totally sounds like a Taurus. Like Ferdinand, who's just like, you know, like if you piss them off, like don't even get them started. But it like takes a lot to piss them off. But then once they are, it's like, oh my God, you're in trouble. The tiger. The tiger finishes the race next. So the tiger is authoritative, emotional, courageous, and intense. The tiger gets to the end, and the tiger's like, "I'm still mad. I'm still gonna like start some shit, even like though." Like an Aries. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. The tiger's actually seen as a very like bad sign because they're they're so. Um, Again, like an entire you know classroom full of like kids who were born like in whatever yeah. year the tiger year was. So the rabbit is like really struggle bus, and it's like, it's like I can't even. It's like I'm so hot. They cannot swim. It's like it's like doing its best, but it's like you know it would be the, it's like using a glue gun and the, it's running out of glue. It's like it can't, it literally can't even. And the dragon, who is allowed to fly, because like the emperor's like you can fly, you can battle the air and element, which we don't even count as like a thing. So the the, the emperor's like you can totally. The dragon also has luck on its side. Yeah, and it's like amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, stun. The dragon's like. I feel really bad for this rabbit. So it like helps the rabbit and then it actually lets the rabbit go first. Oh, wow. And the beneficent dragon. Yeah. The Jade Emperor's, the Jade Emperor also like throws shade and it's like, dragon, why are you, you're like the best. Why aren't you number one? And the dragon's like, oh, because I'm like, I was like helping people. The dragon said it had to stop to make rain. Yeah, it had to make rain. It's like my best Make it rain on some village. My best friend was like, you know, performing and no one had dollars because of coronavirus. I had yeah. to like make it rain on them hoes. And then the rabbit needed some help. So, yeah. Um, so the rabbit, popular. Sure. It's popular, compassionate, Let's sincere. Say, yeah, they get around. Sexy. <laughs> the dragon, energetic, fearless, warm hearted and charismatic. We should just stop right there. No negatives. Yeah, no downsides to the dragons. Uh, okay, so that's in the first, the first uh, trine, the first, like, grouping of them. Okay. And it's funny because all of the these, like, this grouping, they actually don't have the same element. They're just all different elements, but the, there's, like, different trines, and that's, like, the first trine of them. Okay. Okay. That's, that's yeah, heat one. Heat, <laughs> well, heat one ends with the rabbit, and then dragon starts the next heat, right? Okay. So there's... The dragon, the snake is the next one, you know. I found this interesting because I thought a snake would be like a Slytherin and like, you know, devious and conniving. But here it says the snake is charming. Yeah. (laughs) Which is. (laughs) And generous and gregarious, which you don't often think of as snakes. Snakes are generally kind of standoffish. The snake is like, I don't get charmed. I am charmed, honey. I suppose so. I don't even need hands or feet. Yeah. I get everyone to help me. I I, I can be a necklace. I can be a bracelet. They're introverted, too. I like that. They're introverted and generous. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, they like to hang out just in the, you know, in the shade. In the shade. They're a little shady. (laughs) Introverted. Okay, so then the horse also, the horse... Is like actually looking like it's gonna beat the snake. Yeah. But then it gets scared by the snake. <laughs> so it's like, oh. And uh, horses do get scared of snakes. Yeah. I've seen it. That's its negative quality, actually, that it gets scared by snakes. scared by snakes. It's energetic, independent, impatient, and it loves to travel. Yeah. So it's like the Beyonce. It's champing at the bit. It's the Beyonce. So it's impatient. Yeah. Enjoy traveling is just silly because it's a horse. That's all it does is travel around. Fine. 
Okay, so then all right, we've got our second heat. Who finishes up? This, oh yeah, this wait, but then there, yeah, there's the, trying. the sheep, the sheep, the sheep just kind of cruises in there. Yeah, mild mannered, shy, kind, peace loving. Okay, and then we have the last trine. Yeah. So why is the monkey so late? Oh, because it's like having a it's having a ball. It's like, having a ball on the way to the ball. It's goofing off. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like you know making puns with a banana. It's like nice. hey, you guys look. Uh. Yeah. What do you say if you're a teacher and you have a classroom full of kids who are like all year of the monkey? You say stop monkeying around. Yeah. And then why is the rooster so late? It was like cockadoodle doing. Roosters are practical, independent, hardworking, and observant. Observant, yeah. It was combing its hair. Yeah, it was just <laughs> strutting around and combing its hair. I think that's what it was. It was like pre. It was like it was like okay. I gotta I gotta get my suit on. I gotta look. I gotta preen. It was like trying to get some ostrich feather. You know, it was like people are gonna clown me for just having like chicken feathers. So the dog also dogs can like swim pretty well, but the dog was playing. Like the the dog was also like playing around. It got distracted. It's ADD. Oh, so all the fun animals were last. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. Well, the party animals. The party animals came late the to monkey, the party. Rooster, dog, and pig all came, all showed up at the end. Yep. Okay, yeah. and the dog is like it's diligent, generous, faithful, and, and kind. kind. Yep. It's, yeah. Checks out. And then yeah, last it's a little, place. it's you know what it's negative quality. It's a little bit of a bitch though. Oh, nice. Last place is the pig. Yeah. I like this image of the pig just sort of wallowing. Oh, the pig, though. Across it, the lake. It did not. It actually was like doing really good. It got hungry, though. It was like that mailman that won the first Olympics or like who almost stopped, won. He stopped eating apple and yeah, taking a nap. Exactly. Because it ate and it slept and then it like woke up and it still got to be one. Because mind you, all the animals are racing. So it like beat out like a cheetah. You know, yeah, many of the animals, I guess, were carried away by the current of the river, like the cat. Yeah, yeah. The scorpion, meanwhile, is like stinging the toad, and they're both like drowning. Yeah. All right, so the pig comes in last place. Yep, loving, tolerant, honest, and appreciative of luxury. That's so. What a funny trait to have. <laughs> You're a luxurious, luxurious bougie. water pig. Yeah, uh, bougie yeah. water pig. All you babies born in 1983 who are water pigs love luxury. I mean, are there cool other cool stories or adventures about the Chinese zodiac animals? So I was gonna tell you about the elements like that are oh yeah associated, right? Mm -hmm. So the easy way to find your element, you look at the last number in your birth year and match it to this element. So. If it's zero or one, your element is metal. If it's two or three, your element is water. So that's how we know that it's a water Got tiger it. this year because mm. it's the lot because it's twenty twenty two. Yep. Right. Four or five, your element is wood. Six or seven is fire. Eight or nine is earth. This is also if you if you were a character in Avatar, this would be what you could bend. Yes. You could be like a a wood bender. So these are the lucky elements based on your sign. So like if you are, these are like the fixed elements. So these are the, it's like these are the elements that these animals want to vibe out with. So if you were born on a year of like the true element of your animal, then you're like extra awesome. Then you're extra lucky? Yes. So, oh, and I think we actually, we both were though because- Oh yeah, you're look a, at that. Yeah, you're a water pig and I'm a, a an earth dragon. <laughs> so the tiger and the rabbit are wood, the snake and the horse are fire, the ox, dragon, goat and dog are earth. <laughs> the I mean a metal monkey is like that's pretty it's like pretty awesome. Metal yeah, anything. Metal rooster, metal, metal monkey, monkey or rooster and then a water <laughs> pig and rat. I'm down with water pig and I can hang out with a water rat. That's that's fine with me. So Wood, when you think of wood, think of like a tree like wanting to grow and improve. Um, I think probably much like the Western Zodiac, people encompass all sorts of these traits at different times in their lives. Yes. So, so you can become too competitive. You can, you, can get, you can get too hoard. 
We got too hoard if we all have your a, element we is all wood. have a little wood inside of us though yeah we're all hardworking and want to improve ourselves that's why we listen to question block word fire it's like obvious we don't even you know what do you think of like fire it's like that's the hot-blooded yeah they love to they love to compete and win they, they're yeah. very attached to their loved ones they're fiery lovers they're fiery lovers so earth is is kind of different I think Earth is like the most regarded. I feel like in Wait, the Western Zodiac, Earth. If I can just slip in this factoid, it does say on your notes there. I'm reading over your shoulder. Uh, fire people are prone to stress and insomnia. Maybe, you, maybe you're a fire pig. I want to look up some of our our regular uh, our regular listeners out there, and we can like we can we'll explain yeah. their personality via personality. Chinese Zodiac. The Earth, I think, is. I feel like in the Western zodiac the earth is kind of boring no offense like but in the chinese zodiac the earth is like awesome like it's moral it's like you're patient you're you like you have discipline it's like a, it's a it's um it is still i guess being grounded i don't know i'm trying to talk it up it's because being grounded I'm, they probably make good uh emperors yes <laughs> we do <laughs> oh water it's your it's your element Oh, water can be eloquent. Mm-hmm. The strong intuition. And you notice the details that other people are missing. You like seep into all the cracks. Nice. Where's the party aspect? <laughs> the party. I don't. Yeah, I'm a pig. I'm a water pig. I'm supposed to be chill and appreciating luxury. And then there's metal. Metal are the most tenacious, independent, and self-reliant, which is due to their power, powerful strength of character. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, metal people should get in touch with their softer side. They should try volunteering with local charities, apparently. Yeah, right? And then there's also the the elements are associated with uh, yin or yang. Yang. No, it's yang. It's print, It's yang. It's really? not yang. Yeah, it's not yin or yang. It's, it's yin or yang. Oh. Yeah. Man, I learned so much from doing this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Duolingo. Okay, so who's a, who's a yin? I know the dragon is the more masculine one. I know the pig is the more feminine and like withdrawn one because I looked up ours. So I'm a yang, young. I mean, um, I think so. I can. So why don't you talk for a moment? I want to pull up our charts because I think I found them. There was like a little ceremony factoid that that we skipped over before, which I really liked. Is that the in addition to the Jade Emperor? Uh, the Chinese also, I guess, kind of like Hindu. They have a lot of like minor gods or lesser gods or gods of just like various commonplace stuff. So you can have a, there's a door god. What? And they have this whole practice that you can, that is celebrated, I suppose, or maybe more was as an ancient celebration, but I think people still do it because it's fun. As you you send away like your old god and you can welcome like, that either like a new version of the same god or you can even pick a different god who serves the same function so they have door gods so like sending and receiving on, a door Caesar. god <laughs> is a a thing that that you can do so you can i guess there's some little ceremony you would do on new year's eve where you like send off the old door god and then you i think post either like a little scroll or like a symbol or or something to welcome in like your new door god that's pretty Which awesome. Which I think is great. I Which should be that. a name for like, instead of a door man, you should be a door god. I think it's a standard, I guess, like the Romans, they had like door gods. They did? Wasn't that Janus? Oh, yeah, Jan- Janus. The idea of like looking over your threshold. And so the, the door god's very important for the new year where you're going to welcome in new things. Okay, so yeah, I did, I did find our charts, but they're taking like a really long time to load. I mean, it's pretty complicated math that's yeah. going on there. But basically, you'll have like four four different pillar. They're like four different animals that rule, like your your year one, your month, your day, and your hour, and then your celestial branch, which is like the the four elements. And there's like a lot of cross referencing. There's a lot of YouTube videos on this as well. All right, what do we got? What are my pillars? Okay, so your hour pillar is metal rooster. You can maybe you can pronounce I don't know. No, I don't. I'm not familiar enough with the characters to. Oh no, it tells you the. Oh, word. I can read pinion. Yeah. So, pinion, by the way, is like Western 
spelling of Chinese characters. So yeah, Xin Yu. That's your hour pillar. Your day pillar is Gui Mao, which is the water rabbit. Gui Wei is your month pillar, which is the water sheep. And then Geng Wu, which is the year pillar, which is water pig. <laughs> All right, nice. Did you figure out am I young or yin? You are young, so we right. were correct there. So it has your wait. I have a heavenly creature. You didn't yeah. even mention the heavenly. There's creatures. heavenly creatures. Yeah. Oh, vermilion bird. Yep. Now we're talking organ, small intestine, direction south. Yep. Okay. I'm don't know why I'm in the northeast. And my oh, there there is a constellation. There's Which a Chinese the constellation. <laughs> the ghost. You give the ghost constellation. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, ghost constellation and vermilion bird. They also tell you that should have been my zodiac <laughs> sign. Sorry, water pig. They also tell you the. I do remember that my heavenly creature was also the dragon, and I'm like, ah, okay. triple dragon door. Is it? Wait, it's but not like it's not vermilion. It's not like a cool color. It was like the green dragon. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. I'll take any dragon that I can get. They also tell you the favorable and unfavorable directions. So the, it's like life, the life generating direction is like the southeast, the stability direction is the north. And then this is like amazing, the unfavorable direction, the mishap direction is west for you. The five ghosts direction is also west. The light, the threatening one is southwest. Oh, wow. A lot of west here. Yeah, me too. I had a lot of west also. So and it's great because we live in the east, so it's that's why it's fine. that's why we're east side till we die. Yeah, not in California. Yeah, I lived in California. Did I have a podcast then? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Sorry. Um, it says auspicious activity. <laughs> what? Wait. What is? What is the? Is it like jazzercise or something? What? It's 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 marriage seeking medical treatment. <laughs> I have had pretty good experiences with doctors. I, that Starting construction work. Oh, really? That, yep. hits, that hits close yep. to home. Burial. Well, it's good. It's auspicious because it's very slow. Engagement. Okay. Wait, burial is an auspicious activity? Yes. I guess when I bury other people. Yikes. Um, engagement. Uh who put that in the list of activities? <laughs> it could have just been and like marriage. I'm like, I, maybe I made this chart. It could have been various board games. Because it's burial and marriage. Your inauspicious activity is divorces and breaking up. <laughs> oh yeah, so I have to kill my wives <laughs> because I can't. I can't but actually can't, break break up with them. You can't bury them. You can't yeah, bury them. Yeah, I find breakups so travel. awkward. You can just I, move. Uh, I have to commit murder and travel to the east. I suppose. So it well, you has know what? Your... I have I have traveled around the world once, and I did it by going and east. I, I, I. <laughs> I did it by going east. Work. Think about that, or don't. I don't. I'm not going to tell you what to think about it or don't. But it, yeah, there's a k e r a l a dot com. That's where you can get your free Botsy report. That's you pretty great. Even, you don't even have to enter your email or anything. Yeah, go figure out your auspicious activities. Yeah, and it has your has your directions. There's a whole bunch of others. Uh, it has like your compatibility. When your year comes up again, it's bad luck for you. It's bad luck boots the house down. So every twelve years, you're gonna have a bad year. Sorry about it. Wait, it being your year is bad luck? Yes, because it's like the pressure's on. It's like there's so many expectations and whatnot. Oh, I thought every time it's year of the pig was like a year long birthday. I get like a. A free one. No, it's when you're going to have like, it's, it's okay. And then on your 60th birthday, when it's your like super Zodiac year, so it's like awesome. Probably. The Zodiac is the Chinese Zodiac is based on Jupiter return. So Jupiter is like every 12 and you know, like Saturn, your Saturn return is like every. What? I thought it was lunisolar. It's no, it's ba it, it, Jupiter is like the ruling like vibe for it. So Jupiter is the ruling like vibe for the the zodiac like it's like the one it's kind of it's like the important one um it's based on the moon but it's like Jupiter's like how often stuff occurs like how often the, because Jupiter returns like every 12 years right so I don't know 
Yeah, I it does. Know. You, and you know, you've heard of your Saturn return, right? Nope. Okay, your Saturn return is like, I forget how many years apart it is, but I know that tw- I feel like 27 is a Saturn return. It's basically like you're going to have a crazy year where like a lot of stuff happens, but. Huh. Jupiter return is 12 years. Yeah. So a lot of stuff like happens, but in the end you come out stronger. I'm seeing it in Cosmo. It must be real. Yes. Wait, this is all in the Chinese Zodiac or is this like you this applying Saturn... Cosmo No, I'm. Can you la- Can you not doubt me, please? Okay. Okay. Saturn return is like a, a sort of Western Zodiac like vibe where like every, I forget how many couple of years it is, but it's like you're going to have a crazy year, but like awesome shit is going to happen. But it's going to be hard, but you're going to come out stronger. Okay. In Chinese Zodiac, it's the Jupiter return which is like your animal. So every time your animal comes up, even if it's under a different cosmic branch, it's going to be rough, but you're going to come out stronger. So just like when you're 12, 24, and 36, you're going to have a bad year? Yes, but... And 48. But you're going to like come out better for it. I guess guess when you're 12, like life is pretty hard. Because the next year's 13. Like what? You know, it's like you're a teen the next year. So your last year as a child. So it's a hard year. I don't know what the deal is with 24. The next year, your car insurance premiums go down a lot. I think it's easier for you to rent a car. It's true. The next year you can rent a car. (laughs) So that's good. It's that last year where you're like. You got that to look forward to. Yeah. So that's that's what I wanted to say. That when you're. So if you're a water tiger, it's going to be rough, but you'll get through it and you'll be better. Yeah. Also, it's going to be a bad year for all of us because tigers are like an unfortunate sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tiger was the worst one. Tiger and go- goat, I think. Sheep. A sheep, sheep slash goat. Yeah. Goat. But I, I think that 2020 was like the year of the rat. So you never know. They all could be. Were there a bunch of jokes about like coronavirus and rats or something? That I that probably. I in the Chinese I, I in the probably. Chinese, the I, pop culture. I also know that like tw- uh, Trump was like the fire cock rooster just based on his birthday it was the like the year he got elected was like oh 2016 yeah it was the year of like the fire rooster and people were like fuck the rooster like ah. oh yeah so if if this is your favorite podcast or even your 10th favorite podcast please give us a five star review it really does help and uh happy new year how do you say happy new year in Hu Nian Da Ji. Oh, I like that. That's great. It's better than our Happy New Year. It sounds cuter. <laughs>